Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hi guys, it's Hillary here. Just a quick note, this series does deal with a lot of tough subject matter that may be difficult for some listeners. So please keep this in mind when and where you choose to listen to these episodes. It's important to know the different sides of a person's personality before we get into the details of what happened and how and when so that we can fully understand the experience that they are taking into the events of October 12th, 2013. Christian Griggs was a bright young man with a bright future and a great work ethic and high hopes for raising a family of his own in the way that his parents had raised him and his sister. And so when we address what happened on the day he died, it changes how we view the experience. It changes how we analyze the experience. It changes how we empathize with the experience. Because if you see a little glimmer of yourself in Christian Griggs, it makes it really terrifying that it could potentially happen to you. It could potentially happen here. Last episode, we introduced you to the quiet country town of Andrew, North Carolina. And on this episode, we're going to learn who Christian was and the hopes and dreams that he had for his life. It was a future that was cut all too short by the events of October 12th, 2013. I'm Hillary Burton Morgan, and this is True Crime Story, It Couldn't Happen Here. Welcome back to It Couldn't Happen Here, the podcast, where we are discussing the Christian Griggs story that we covered on our television series. As a quick recap, it is the case of a 23-year-old young Black man in Andrew, North Carolina, who was shot in broad daylight by his father-in-law. It is worth noting that his father-in-law was a white pastor in the community, and so this is a really conflicted case because we're dealing with race, religion, the right to bear arms, and the castle doctrine, which becomes an important part of this narrative. It is 
legislation that was passed that gives someone the right to use deadly force to protect their own home. Before we dive into everything that transpired that day, we need to understand all the people involved. I want to start with Christian's parents, Tony and Dolly Griggs. You know, as we were preparing for this case, we learned that they're a military family. Christian served, but so did his parents. And it automatically just puts me in a place of reverence. You know, I feel this huge responsibility to show up for these people in a respectful way. Do any of you come from military families? No, but my ex-husband was Marines. Yeah. My father was in the Navy. Yeah, I'm a product of the military. Your dad was... Air Force. Yeah. I'm Army. You know, we cover a lot of branches between all of us, and there's a tone that is different about military families. You know that they experience a reality that not everyone has to. There's always the threat of danger. There's the reality of your family being separated for periods of time. Tony, Christian's father, was in combat and had his life on the line. We learned that Christian Griggs was in Iraq and returned home, experienced some loss while he was over there. And for me personally, you know, the behind the scenes talk, I have a tattoo on my wrist for a very good childhood friend of mine that died in Iraq. And so the idea that your child could survive that environment and then come home and be killed in your town was something I went into this interview having pretty big feelings about. I can't imagine the horror show of that. You know, the danger's over there. It's not here. When we go to Andrew, North Carolina, Dan, you met with Tony and Dolly before I ever got there. Mm -hmm. That's right. And what was your day with them like? They were great. I mean, they welcomed us in to their home and were very accommodating of our crew. They were definitely cautious and, you know, they were friendly but cautious is the initial thing. And we interviewed Tony first. And again, he took a little while to warm up. But once we started talking and getting into the story, I mean, he just opened up and really was able to talk about his son, talk about their situation, talk about what happened. Let's talk about the visuals of their home, because that tells a story, too. When you pull up at their house, it is meticulous. The hedges are trimmed perfectly. The grass is perfect. That house never needs a paint job. He preemptively paints it. I mean, it is a shiny, shiny star on the block, you know? There's an American flag flying in the front lawn. There's a sign that tells us it's their home. There's a small memorial for Christian in the front yard. And in the house itself. I mean, that shrine which you go to is so heavy. The shrine to Christian in the house with the flag and his pictures of this vibrant... Well, that's it. His mother has filled the house with signs of life. And you walk in and turn to the left and there is a family room where there's a fireplace with tons of pictures. They had framed photos everywhere. And then as you move further back through the house, there's a specific shrine to Christian. They had the folded American flag that was draped over Christian's coffin. They fold it into this little triangle and they give it to the surviving family member after a funeral of a military person. That's in the show. You see that often in a box in a lot of houses. And there's it's always sort of a pregnant question, whose is that? 
it means, you know, it's somebody who was a U.S. service member who has perished in one way or the other. Seeing how meticulous everything was immediately informed me that Tony was a serious man. And what I have noticed about some of our other interviews is that some of those subjects can be kind of apologetic or uncomfortable with the cameras and the variables that we bring into a person's home. And I think because Tony and Dolly have dealt with more stressful situations than a camera crew, they were unintimidated. I never got the sense that they were shy about what we were bringing into their environment. Right. I mean, it is meticulous. It is, you know, their beautiful home and we're bringing heavy equipment in. And, you know, we're always very careful, you know, not to damage anything. If we want to move a chair, we need to move some furniture around. But they, yeah, again, they were like, sure, move anything you want. Move anywhere you want to. Clearly proud homeowners, you know. Let's talk about the way that Tony and Dolly described their son. We're getting to know Christian through them. So what did they talk about? A shining star, you know, a very loving home, clearly, with him and his sister, and how just a leader, a natural leader, and this is backed up by other people that we interviewed, but he's a bright, beautiful boy who is bound for something, just like his teacher told you on the phone and told us when she reached out. He was going places. Yeah, I think everybody in that family, I mean, they're very proud, successful people, and I think Christian and his sister were definitely on the road to great things. You know, I think they just grew up in a really supportive family. I mean, you see the Little League pictures. Tony was a coach on his son's team. Christian became like an all-star soccer player. He was in National Honor Society, academically really successful. He seemed to have a really large circle of friends. Yeah, his friends said like he was the most popular guy. He didn't meet an enemy. He only met friends. Christian was a friend to everybody. It didn't matter what your color was. It didn't matter what your nationality was, whether you were Hispanic, Black, white, Asian, Muslim, Christian, Jewish. It didn't matter to Christian. What mattered was the quality of the heart and the individual and the person. Christian was loving, caring, youthful, athletic, uh, intelligent, hardworking, curious. Christian was the ultimate wingman. What do you mean by that? If you were out to do something and you said, hey, Christian, let's go get, let's do it. He's like, yeah, I'm with it. I got your back. You know, he was that kind of guy. Everybody liked him. They Everybody. called him bubbly. He's a muscly guy. He's a muscling, handsome, tall guy who's sporty, but, but they his, call him bubbly. But his smile, everybody talked about his smile. You and know? one you can best see smile. It. I mean, he's so handsome, but you can see such a glow, such a lightness emanating in all his photos. Yeah, his buddies all really spoke so highly of him and everybody loved him. And then they talked about the girls loved him too. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. it's like everybody wanted to be Christian's girlfriend. We reached out to several of Christian's friends and, you know, we can only talk to so many people for our episode. And Nate, you know, Nate just was really good as far as talking to us about who Christian was. They were childhood friends. They grew up together. They were very close. So I, I met Christian probably through athletics, through the rec league athletics and in school. And then in middle school and high school, we played sports together. And uh, what's, what's Christian's, what was Christian's best quality? Smile, guaranteed. Uh, his smile was 
amazing. It was it had the power to light the room up. Um, and did Christian make friends easily? Was he a popular guy? Christian was probably one of the most popular people. Everybody knew Christian Griggs. Everybody enjoyed being around Christian Griggs. Nobody ever had problems with him or anything. He was always a fun person to be around. He was part of every friend group. He was a, a very well-liked person. He knows Christian's parents, Dolly and Tony. They've remained close even after Christian was gone. I mean, he still goes and plays golf with Tony. You know, it's really nice to see. I think it's good for both of them. I think Dolly and Tony really like having Nate still part of their lives. And it's another connection to Christian that they're able to keep. And the thing is that, you know, as we learned earlier, but Dolly and Tony, their house was the hub. Like Christian was a very gregarious, very popular, very welcoming guy. And his friends would congregate. I mean, they would hang out at the Griggs's house. That was like home away from home spot. So you can imagine how empty it feels later. And instead of replacing that with family, there's emptiness and to have Nate still involved. And I also think some of his other friends were a bit disappointed. Like we were feeling a little pressure, like maybe we should interview more than one of his friends because they, they wanted to talk. There's a hole not just for Tony and Dolly and their family, but for his friends. I mean, he's clearly an important part of a lot of people's lives. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It seemed like his parents really prided themselves in being community members that participated and took care of other people's children and did the carpools and the sports and all the extracurricular stuff. Right. While maintaining pretty, you know, serious careers. 
So we know a little bit more about who Christian was, his parents, Tony and Dolly. Let's talk a little bit more about Katie. Dolly was clear that her son had not brought girls home before. That she'd maybe heard some of the friends over at the house talking about how, how popular he was. Christian was popular. I'm sure he had lots of little girlfriends. She says he had a lot of girlfriends, but, but he hadn't met. Yeah, he, yeah. he hadn't brought them home. So tell me how Tony and Dolly describe this girl that Christian brings home senior year in high school. I mean, I remember more of how his friend described Christian just suddenly being like, oh my God, like it was a whole different Christian in relation to her. But yeah, it was the first girl that he brought home seriously and it was serious, but there wasn't talk about a continuation of it. And although one is white and one is black in a Southern community, which they're saying there's not an outward racism there, but it is obviously different. It's different. And you know, I think speaking as someone who was a teen in Virginia, you always want to think that you're hipper than your parents or you're more open-minded than your parents. And so maybe Katie and Christian's generation felt that they were outside of any prejudice that existed for their parents' generation. It's clear that on paper, Christian and Katie are the cute all-American high school couple. They're both winners. They both come from really good families. And so they're both in high school. They're starting to look at colleges. And Christian gets an ROTC scholarship, which is, you know, that's a big deal. Yeah, he got a full ride. He was accepted into schools and he could, you know, had tuition. He has scholarship money to go as well. And he ended up going to NC State, which is where he wanted to go. That was his dream college. Yeah. yeah. And he also got into the elite engineering program there, right. which is not an easy get. Yeah. So to know that your child is this like star and they're going to have this great career in engineering, there's a feeling of relief for a parent. Like we did our job, you know, we have delivered our child to this next phase of life where they're going to start taking over. They've made great choices. They're going to continue to do so. It's the perfect result for the expectations of Tony and Dolly as parents. And then what happens? Katie gets pregnant. And it's hard to say that in a way where it doesn't sound like this is bad news. Like a baby's not bad news, you know, especially if it's between two people who come from good families and can be good parents either together or separate. And so the baby is something that neither one of them is disappointed about. Let's hear from Dolly, Christian's mom, on how she felt about hearing that Christian was going to be a dad. I think in the beginning, he couldn't even think about the excitement because of the stress of like, what am I going to do? You know, I'm in school. How am I going to do this? You know, I got to tell my mom. But once he told us and then he uh, came up with a plan of how he was going to do school, he did get very excited. And we were excited, too, that we we're going to be a grandmother, too, that I was going to be a grandmother, grandparents, too. So they basically say to him. Be a great dad. We'll support everything you do, but stay in school. The best thing you can do for your family and your baby is to stay in school. And, you know, that's a great piece of advice. And like, we will help you. They were like, we will help you through this, but do what's right for you and your family. Stay in school and we will help you. Well, the mythology is that the kids who get pregnant in high school are the loose kids, the kids from broken homes, the kids from different, you know, like darker circumstances, you know. and or, or at least the kids who are not going to be leaving the town. Right. They're the unsupervised kids. Christian is 
an all-star from an all-star family. And so it breaks that mythology. You know, he's the last person anyone would suspect would be having a baby with the preacher's daughter in high school. Right. And so they say, keep going. And he says, yes, I'm going to. And he makes this plan to go to college. It's less than two hours away, drive. And he's going to go to college and come back on the weekends to take care of his baby. I mean, when we asked Dolly about what his plans in his relationship with Katie were before the pregnancy, you know, he's going off to college. He's got all these big dreams and goals that he's hitting. And they aren't having a discussion. What we do know is that Christian's not upset. He's not like, oh, no, I'm trapped. Christian's excited to be a dad, right? Yeah, by all accounts. Mm-hmm. He's in love with Katie and he was excited to have a baby. But, but it wasn't but, but his it's, plan. But it's hard, but it's hard, hard, hard I, for I, young people to be able to do this. What? For me, this love story is supposed to end in a happy ending, despite any obstacles that might have been there. Their youth, their race, the fact that she's a preacher's daughter, it should have ended in a happy fashion. And it's the humanization. I mean, the focus that Andrew has is because we're not trying, like, who were these people? Who was this beautiful boy, Christian Griggs? You know, who was Katie? We don't get to speak to either of them. We would like to obviously have spoken to Katie, but we don't want them to be cardboard cutouts. We want to understand the joy and the beauty that existed when he was alive and they were together as well. And to that point, let's hear from somebody who was friends with Christian. This is Nate, and he's actually going to tell us how Christian felt about becoming a dad. He was nervous, but he was excited, right? So you tell anybody 18, 19 years old, you're going to be a dad. Well, that's a shock. So once you get over that shock, you have to try to process it, right? And I'm not a dad, so I don't know myself, but I know when he, when, when he would talk about it, he was excited. And his smile had like a little extra on it. He was always smiling, but it had a little extra on it when it talked to, about him being a father. And I think that was one of the things that he looked forward to more than anything in the world, was being a father and spending time with his child. I mean, that's heartbreaking to me to hear that. Uh, me too. Everybody's doing the right thing. He's trying to do the right thing. And to hear that, I mean, he's older now, but you know, this is what he's gathering about Christian at 18. That's amazing. My initial approach to the story was that this is a love story and it's an all-American love story. It just so happens to be that one person is white and one person is black. And actually... Dolly and Tony, his parents, are rooting for him, trying to make it happen. Can I ask you a personal question, Andrew? Because in hindsight, you know, when we're in the moment, you're right. We're all just so busy, hair on fire, trying to catch what we can catch. But was your concern about the love story between this interracial couple at all rooted in your own personal experience? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I grew up in the South. Did you ever experience racism growing up in Tennessee? Yes, Yes, we were half Asian children, half Chinese, basically. We were the others in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, we were known as the, either the Oriental kids or something else, but we were definitely identified as the other, me and my brothers. I mean, I want the question of racism, institutional racism, social racism, however you want to label it, dead. I want it done. Personally, I'm tired of it and enough people have suffered. So 
you know, when I came to this story initially, I was like, oh, well, this is exciting on one level in this aspect. Here are people trying to make this unlikely union work. I do have a personal investment in saying, hey, maybe it's just the gun problem here. (laughs) Maybe at least there's some progress here. There's some silver lining in this tragedy. From Pat Chisenhall's generation to Katie Chisenhall's generation. That's right. And Pat Chisenhall, we don't know exactly how he feels or whether he's totally pleased or entirely displeased that his son-in-law is Black. But he is trying to make an effort, I believe. I mean, I think the other aspect to this story that Nate brought up is it's beyond just the racial component. It's the fact that they're really young. Yeah. she gets that's probably the bigger hurdle it's the bigger hurdle they're young and she's pregnant and they're gonna get married it took 11 years to get to the sale the nix anniversary sale is on now at knix.com celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of nix's biggest sales of the year Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Here's what strikes me, though. Christian is able to immediately be optimistic about having a child because he saw how joyful his parents were as parents. They threw all the parties. They coached Little League. They took the kids on trips. It was an engaging childhood. And so Christian isn't seen becoming a father as anything oppressive. He's seen it as an opportunity to experience that joy himself. And so even as his plans are derailed, He maintains that optimism and that ability to continue to adjust is a strength that he clearly got from his parents. And so when his parents say, we're going to help you no matter what, was there any part of you that doubted that the Griggs family would just show up in full force for this new grandbaby? Hell no. No, they were definitely, I mean, obviously it's a blow to have the plans suddenly change. 
for their son, but they were excited for the kid and they were definitely going to do whatever they needed to do to help him out, to help the family out. I think they just really wanted him to stay on track. That seems to be, that is what they wanted to do. But it wasn't a giant like, oh my God, we're going to disown you. How dare you? You suck. You know, there was no talk of that. Christian goes off to college. Katie is in the last trimester of her pregnancy. And I have been pregnant twice. Poe, you've had a baby. It's a very emotional time in any person's life. And so Christian's away at school while Katie's left at home for that last trimester. Finally, November 9th, 2008, their baby is born. And they have a beautiful baby girl. Her name is Jaden. And it's beautiful looking at the photographs of him holding that baby. She looks like him. Yeah. And he looks adoring. And we also saw pictures of Tony and Dolly. Very proud grandparents holding this baby. And you get the sense that everything's, it's going to be hard, but it's going to work out. You know, you've got this new life to bring everyone together. Except Christian goes back to school and what, a month passes before he comes home with a realization? Yeah, pretty quickly after Jaden was born, Christian realized it was going to be too much for him to try to juggle raising his daughter, going to school, the commute back and forth. The pressure he felt to support them. Let's talk about that. Because if his parents are offering help and she is living in her parents' home, what is the expectation for Christian to provide? I mean, I don't know, line by line, I don't know, but he's expecting himself to support his family. I mean, that's what he says. That's what Dolly says. As we learn who Christian was, it's important to also discuss the uncomfortable stuff. So while it is true that Christian had a life full of promise, he was a bright and bubbly kid, in our research, we also came across this incident that happened between Christian and his dad, Tony. I think after Jaden was born, Christian was finding it increasingly difficult to maintain his studies and be a father. And he decided he was not going to return to NC State at the end of the semester. So after he moves out of the dorms, he comes back to his parents' house. Now, the details of what happened after that, we don't have exactly how things unfolded, but we do know that there was a heated discussion between Christian and his father, Tony, and that it had gotten so intense that Christian's little sister, Crystal, called 911. And basically, the police came and responded to the scene. And another argument apparently ensued between Christian and the officer, and the officer took Christian into custody. He was released the next morning. There was no charges made, but the incident was pivotal for the family. The family made up, by all accounts, They reconciled, but Christian announced that he was going to move in with Katie and Jaden at the Chisholm Hall house. Yeah, and he did manage to finish the semester, but because being up there, going to school, coming down, trying to parent, his grades were lapsing, and he made that decision. The interesting thing about the incident is that they were a law and order family. They clearly came from military. They believed in, you know, that kind of structure. They were supporters of part of in a way, and they believed in law and order. Ultimately, they were let down and betrayed by law and order. But Christian's 14-year-old sister, who's maybe never seen her father and her brother quarrel in a violent manner, things were supposedly being broken making this phone call to 911. 
Right. It was a kid. It wasn't his parent calling the police. It was his kid sister. Right. And I want to normalize teenage fights with your parent. I mean, there is a separation process that happens, especially with the oldest kid. They're the one that has to kind of pave the way for everyone else. And I had a blow up fight with my parents senior year in high school where I was like, I am going to leave and you will never hear from me again. And it was scary and heated. And so when we hear about this fight between Christian and Tony, I don't think you ever want to be in that position with your kid. We knew we would have to ask Christian's family about this incident because it does come up later in the case. This is a young man who has to grow up very, very fast. You know, he's trying to figure out how to balance it all. And then he has this really intense fight with his dad. So let's hear Tony briefly reflect on how that fight sits with him today. Christian uh, was going through a lot of things at that time, dealing with Katie, uh, the new birth of the baby, school. He was going through things that I've seen men twice his age struggle with. This had no bearing on what happened on the day in which Christian was murdered. What fallout Christian and I had when he was 18 years old had no bearing on that day. If you would, I'd like to read a card that Christian gave me for Father's Day. Christian gave me this card on Father's Day, 2011. And it reads, good, wise, strong. A good man is one is love for the warmth and caring in his heart. A wise man is one who teaches by the fine example of his life. A strong man is one who has worked hard and always done his best for his family. A successful man is one who has earned the respect and admiration of others. And he wrote in the inscription, Many of the things you have taught me I apply to my life every day, and your words are forever mine. Sometimes, always, I remember you said to me in a different sense, but in so true in life, that it doesn't matter what you do as long as you live right. It comes down to how you live. Dad, throughout the years, you have been the ideal model and father to me. You have paved and supported so many opportunities for our family. I hope that I can lead my family in the same path. I've learned what it means to be a man and a father. I know exactly where to turn when in need. Although I'm finding my own path, I feel confident in myself because of the foundation you have built. Just know that our relationship is priceless. And something I will always remember. I want to say thank you for being you, dead. Proud to be your son, Christian Griggs. What happened between Christian and I as a teenager had no bearing on what happened that day and what was done to Christian. It tried to create a narrative in which Christian was this out of control guy or whatever it might be, but that was so far from the truth as you heard those words in the man in which Christian was. He loved you and admired you. And I him. That's it for this week's episode of True Crime Story, It Couldn't Happen Here. But be sure to join us next week as we dive deeper into the Christian Griggs case. Tony arrives at the Chisholm Hall house to find Christian laying on the porch within a minute or two of him being shot. <laughs> 
Join us next week as we continue to roll up our sleeves and dig in. Thank you so much for joining us. If you haven't watched Sundance TV's true crime story, It Couldn't Happen Here, you can catch all of our episodes streaming on AMC+. For more information about this and other cases we've covered, follow at ICHH Stories on Instagram. True Crime Story It Couldn't Happen Here was produced by Mischief Farm in association with Bungalow Media and Entertainment, Authentic Management Productions, and Figdonia in partnership with Sundance TV. Executive producers are me, Hillary Burton Morgan, Liz DeCessory, Robert Friedman, Mike Powers, and Meg Mortimer. Producers are Maggie Robinson-Katz and Libby Siegel. Our audio engineer is Brendan Dalton with original music by Philip Ridiotis. We want to say a special thank you to everyone who participated, but especially the families impacted by our cases. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.